I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jalen Rose, I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What Let's is go. it that we We give the people what they want. Two number one seeds in action last night. Looking very much like number one seeds. We start with the Phoenix Suns. Made light work of the Mavericks in the second half. CP3, Booker powering the Suns, targeting Luka Doncic. The best backcourt in the league. CP3 and Book, the best team in basketball, the Phoenix Suns, just doing what they do. Mm -hmm. In particular, in the fourth quarter. They've been historically great in the clutch. And it's based on, in particular, that one man right there, the master of the mid-range, the goddess agent, like fine wine in a league where high flyers and players shooting with unlimited range and killer crossovers continue to reinvent himself as the starting point guard of the best team in basketball and nurturing young talent around him. You see Aiden with the dribble handoff. Mm-hmm. You see Bridges playing off the ball. You see Cam Johnson, Jordan Johnson making plays and Payne. And so now what you get is Devin Booker can ease into his game and not rush nothing. You see him late? Yeah. You see him knocking down those threes, those kill shots? Of course. That was like a sniper. He didn't rush all game. Like, y'all go ahead, y'all do y'all thing. Bang! Jalen. Bang! Bang! Shot them boys down. The biggest stories from this game is what they did in the second half with Luka Doncic. Ooh. They decided, you know what, Luka's killing us. He had 45 last game. Do you know what we're going to do? We're going to put him in all the action. They put him in every pick and roll, and they picked on him, and they made him look bad. And by the way, like, the one thing I love about basketball is there's no hiding. See, like in football, if I'm an offensive lineman, I play that side, defense the same way. In basketball, you have to play both sides. So you can't just be dominant offensively, Luka, and we not take advantage of you defensively. And the thing that they did, really, it's a term for that. It's called seek and destroy. That's that's the term for that. We're going to find you wherever you at. Who's there ain't no hiding. Yeah. Ain't no hiding. You could be in the left corner. You could be in the right corner. It, it could be off a dead ball. It could be off a free throw. It could be off of anything. And why do you do that? Because you're trying to subliminally, mentally send a message to the other team that you're punching their bully. Mm. And, and so in return, how did Luca respond? He's still unstoppable. Oh, yeah, absolutely unstoppable. After the game, Jason Kidd basically said, like, <laughs> we got Luka, <laughs> right. and Luka's great, but we need the other four guys to, to step up and, and help I, out. And I have to say this. The Dallas Mavs really miss Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, that's like, not talked about enough. Like, like, like Tim Hardaway Jr. is a – I know he didn't have a, a, a signature season. However, but his shot-making ability takes pressure off of Luka – and his fearlessness, like they need one more player like that. Mm-hmm. Dinwiddie struggling. 
Jalen Brunson is struggling, and that's solely because of their D. They need that one more ball handler. They need that one more playmaker. Tim Hardaway Jr. would be a big difference maker in this series. I think people don't talk about that enough. I think that people didn't talk about how Memphis was missing Dylan Brooks for the entire Good point. regular season enough. But, Mr. Rose, moving on. And look at that. I mean, look at what Luka Doncic is doing versus the starting, the rest of the starting five. He's unstoppable offensively. And look at what he's shooting from the floor. And I, they're keying on him. I love the, the – when I'm, when I'm watching him play, I'm singing, let it flow, let yourself go. Slow and low, that is the tempo. And then before you know it, he just raised up, especially going left. He loved that shot so much from three. Like, he, he's now, to me, like, when you start talking about best players in the league and we're going to win because we got him, like, he's officially that guy. He's not that guy. But he's in the conversation. Giannis is that best player. Oh, I know. I know. I'm talking about about that guy for the Mavs. Yes. He's that guy for the Mavs. They're going to go be, or they're going to win or lose because they have him. And and, and that's a a superstar player. Suns, as you started, the Suns' best team in basketball all season, looking like the best team in basketball in the postseason. Mm -hmm. However, they're not the only number one seed that played last night. Miami here out here, like we're at number one seed too. And mm. without Joel Embiid, the Sixers just did mm. not stand a chance. So let me take everybody back. So I just saw Chris Paul and now I'm watching Miami. Let me give Miami the credit first. Jimmy Butler's been terrific scoring the ball and attacking mm-hmm. the basket mm-hmm. and cutting and moving. Bam has been good defending, rebounding, playmaking. The shot making of Tyler Hero in particular, off the dribble, off the catch. He's become a game-changing type player. And then when you look deeper into their roster, the player development, they're always going to have guys coming to the game like Vincent or Struess or whoever that make plays that probably were undrafted. Duncan Robinson didn't even play. That's how deep they are. You know why? Victor Ola Oladipo. Oladipo Giving them back. good minutes. I love Oladipo yes. coming back yes, and contributing for That's them. That's final so money. Much. A former All-NBA, All-Star caliber player now playing as a rotation player with the Miami Heat. But there are two teams on the court. Did I celebrate the Heat enough? Well, I want to see Oladipo first. Okay. okay. Let, let Oladipo get some <laughs> Okay. There That's he is. my guy, Vic. There he okay. is. <laughs> and he's a great singer, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he sure is. You know, <laughs> you sing a lot. You're not a great exactly. singer. No, I'm not. That's why I can recognize someone that is. You know what I mean? And it's great to see him overcome the injuries that he has mm-hmm. and be a productive rotation player. And every game means something. So that's why I never use the term meaningless game. Because when Victor Oladipo scored 40 in the final game of the regular season, nobody's talking about it but me and you, right? And then they fly under the radar. Yep. Nobody's even talking about it. Me and you was like, that's going to be a game changer. That was intentional. That, that was, was inten- intentional. Eric Spolstra intentionally yes, did that. put him in position to gain his confidence so that he can see if I can actually use him in this yes, rotation. The answer is yes, I can. Because that's a different player. Like the highlights that you're showing, those used to be dunks. Mm-hmm. Those used to be oh, dunks. Pacer days? Yeah, yeah. So, so it is a different player, and I appreciate that. But there were two teams on the court. And <laughs> it's I, time. And I want to sing the praises of Victor Oladipo. <laughs> two teams on the court. Let me look at Philly for a second. Okay. Okay. James Harden used to be a marquee franchise player, like I said about Luka. When we were talking about best players in the league, James Harden was maybe not number one, but at least number two or three. When you trade for Harden, Meek Mill, ownership, 
feels like we got our guy to go with Joel and B for the next decade. Mm-hmm. There were people comparing this tandem to Don't Shaq and Kobe. Don't do it. That's after they played the Knicks, though. Okay, now, now, let me tell you guys what happens when you're in this industry as a public figure for a long time. You have to reinvent yourself. I actually wore a bald head, had bad teeth, wore black shoes, wore black socks, but I try to continue to reinvent myself because I've been a public figure for 30 years. Look at how many names Jay-Z has had. Jay-Z, Hove, S. Doc Carter, Puff, Diddy, Love, Fat Joe, Jealous Ones, Henry, Jopra. You have to reinvent yourself. James Harden in Houston was the beard. Who is he now? And because of that, I want to make sure I bring up Chris Paul's professionalism. Because remember when they played together in Houston? Mm -hmm. Well, Chris Paul didn't get his goals done with the Clippers, didn't get his goals done with Houston, and James Harden just moved on without him, and he went to OKC. So now that's the time to reinvent yourself as CP and be a vet. Because if he don't come professional, if he's not a leader, if he doesn't help lead them to the playoffs, he never gets the Phoenix opportunity. So now he's in Phoenix. I know he's looking in the rearview mirror at hard like nah, 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 right? Professionally. But also, he's aging like a classic car. If you look at James Harden Carfax, he's performing like a used vehicle. It's different. LeBron's performance, Tom Brady's performance at their age. He's looking like a player that when he comes to your office and asks you for a five-year max deal this offseason. Not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to go sell to your owner while we're going to be paying a player that Joel Embiid is out and is only taking 15 shots a game? Well, it's not just it's not just scoring 20 points or nine assists. That looks fine in a box score. When you watch a game, like, only Maxi could create. Only Maxi could create offense for them on a possession to possession. Only 15 field goal attempts per game. Didn't Joel Embiid say... Doc Rivers should talk to James Harden about being more aggressive? Yes. If he ain't going to be aggressive without Embiid in the game. Good point. Think that he only taking 15 shots. You need him ta taking 25 shots. I don't care if it's 6 for 25. I don't care if it's 14 for 25. That's the aggression they're going to need from that player. And so now you ask me, so Jalen, why is he only taking 15? You ready for this? It's hard to get off a lot of shots in the NBA. See, people think when you see a gunner, it's like, oh, he just shooting all of the time. You need that. That's a well choreographed um, orchestra in ballet that allows one person to take 20 shots in a game. You gotta have people doing screens. You gotta have people rebounding. You gotta pass somebody calling you to play. And so you have to be aggressive. When they see you ain't got it and you can't blow past people like you used to, Max, you're like, I'm taking this thing. Yep. Tobias Harris, like, I'm taking this thing. And James Harden is not the player that he used to be. You can look at his three-point shooting. You can be. You can look at not getting to the line, not getting the calls he used to get. And you can look at his low percentage shooting on points. On, you can look at his low percentage shots in the paint. That's just not what it used to be. Jalen, you brought up Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with Doc Rivers. Not as a person. This DeAndre Jordan thing. <laughs> he dug his heels in. Yeah, he really did. He I think Doc Rivers is a good coach. Beep. I think that he got he was, he got he was, to he was unfairly criticized in the last series. But this DeAndre Jordan thing? What, what's going on? I got Paul Reed's there. I got, Coach Yang's there. I got to tell you a secret. 
Greg Popovich is the OG, the legend. So I'm going to make sure I pay homage to him man, when I talk about best coaches in the game. Other than Pop, Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. And the one thing I saw that you saw is you're going to put DeAndre Jordan out there, Bam now initiates off Changing everything. Bam, all at the top of the flow, going between his legs. You have to be surprised. <laughs> I'm just shocked by this. I, I, I mean, hopefully Joel B gets healthy. It's the only way they're going to get back in this series. But Miami Heat look great. But there's something that happened during this basketball contest, Mr. Rose, that we need to put a spotlight on. Okay. One of our favorite people in the entire world got an NBA rebound. Look at who it is. Rose! I love him so much. He just loves life. You know what I mean? He's just so happy. I love him. I'm trying to tell you guys so very, I've been trying to say this so often. Hey, Rick Ross makes me so happy, right? I love seeing him enjoy his life, enjoy his money, enjoy Hunt his down career. Trees, I love that so cattle. much. I love that so much. That's my guy. Rick Ross is the best. Rose, I'll see you in Miami Some, during the Easter Conference Finals. Some tells me during the Easter Conference Finals it's going to be Miami. Some tells me I'm going to be there. We have so much more to discuss. And that man, John Morant, willed his team to a Game 2 victory. Now the series heads to the Bay. How will the Warriors Bay Area! Be right back. Jalen and Jacoby is brought to you by Burger King. Get the $5 your way meal with a double Whopper Junior. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but the experience does not stop there. Make sure you subscribe, follow the podcast. We always do exclusive content on the podcast where we talk about everything that people won't let us talk about want. on television. Coming to you live from the seaport here in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, though? I have some bad news about one of your favorite players. Gary Payton II. I know. I hate that for nephew. We knew... That it was a fractured elbow would keep him out, but now it looks like he's out for a month, potentially returning in the finals. But Mr. Rose, this is not just going to impact this series; it's going to impact the Warriors. Obviously, I've played a lot of basketball in a lot of different venues, backyards, parks, YMCA's. Played on the milk crate, played in the league, like played played on a hanger in the house, like played a lot of basketball. And there's a a, a ballet, an or a, a geometry that happens with the player's body. And as Gary Payton was going for that layup or that dunk, Dylan Brooks was thinking about game one's big dunk that he had. And all he's thinking is, I got to whack that arm so he don't get another one of those dunks. 
So it becomes a reckless foul, a flagrant foul, but I definitely don't believe that he woke up yesterday thinking that I'm going to go injure one of the Golden State no. Warriors. No, it's just too bad because we always celebrate like the high draft picks, the Lucas and the Trays, but like Gary Payton Jr. didn't even start this season like legit on the team. Like he's he signed his official deal in January, and now him being out in this playoff series Ooh. is important. You know what I mean? It's important because John Morant is absolutely torching this defense, and Gary Payton II is one of the players that can best defend him. Correct. And a Swiss Army knife being you can start him or bring him off the bench. Yep. And that's that's what they did um, in this series already. But but you mentioned the defensive problem. So as he went out, it's like they didn't have a chance to guard Ja. Like at least it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least when he was out there, it was competitive. It was like stop the fight. You know what I'm saying? I felt bad in particular for Poole. Look at that. He just turned him all the way around, made him fall. That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Got that floater in there. I see you learning from game one to two. Ja putting up big 47. I tried to tell y'all since day one. He was in this in this building doing get up, and I broke him down in college. I said, this guy about to come to the league and take over. Well, Steve, Steve Kerr and, and, he's Steve done. Kerr and the Warriors coaching staff are going to spend a few days looking yes. at this film and, and scheming up something to stop John Murray. Yes. Jalen, what up, though? Two teams that we talked way too much about this season that we have had the luxury of not discussing for about three weeks now. That is the Lakers and the Nets. However, we've got some legitimate news about Ben Simmons and the Nets. He's going to have back surgery today. We wish him a successful surgery and getting back. Recovery is expected to take three to four months. This reminds me of when you and the pie father, Bill Simmons, founder of our show, our brother, used to always remind the audience Jalen knows things. Jalen knows things. Y- y'all got to always remember, like, if you've been around the game for as long as I have, like, I know people everywhere and know about everything. And the one thing that has given me staying power, the players know I'm only saying a percentage of what I really know. And Ben Simmons' case was one of those. You saw so many people calling him soft. You saw so many people saying he didn't want it. If you look back at the film, not me once. Because here's my question. How did he pass a physical? Did they know when they traded for him that he's going to need back surgery that's going to take him out for four months? How, he going to play? How did he pass a physical? Number one. Number two, this going down for both of those teams is an actual bad trade. Well, when you look at Philly it, ain't like, getting well, what they James want. Harden gave up. Oh, he gave up on the Nets. He was mailing it in. Well, I'm watching him against the Heat. Like, was he? Or is this just who James Harden is now? It's who he is now. And you just showed me a stat. What, 29 games mm-hmm. with uh, the Sixers haven't attempted, attempt, attempted 20 shots. But again, if a lot of people owe Ben Simmons apologies yes. today. Because athletes, like I told you, are not lining up to get shots in their back, which he did during the playoffs. We broke a story live when I was on ABC, and I was literally like, yo, like, he's hurt. And so now when you officially announce that you're going under the knife, beep, beep, beep. A lot of people need to apologize. Jalen, it's time for some very important news that matters. Jalen, I love this headline, but I made the mistake of reading the story. 
NASA is going to send nude pictures of human beings into space trying to communicate to attract aliens. So when I saw that, I was like, that's a dope idea. But then when I saw the pictures, I was like, that ain't going to work. Like, that, that ain't going to work. Like, I, I thought we were going to send some, some beautiful men and women out there trying to entice the aliens to come join us. But that, that ain't it. it. That ain't it. It doubles down on the theory that sex sells. Well, the, the aliens right? ain't buying nothing. <laughs> the aliens are going to go right past us. Man, they might be headed our direction to see these nudes. They're going to turn. Hey, man, you just showing your age with the WWW and the social media. That was the visuals in the 70s, dog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I thought we were going to be sending out some of our finest specimens to entice the aliens to come visit. But instead, we're sending them like, like some 1984 Atari imagery with like some DNA strands. Oh, man. Hilarious. I'm so disappointed in you, NASA. NASA, come on, man. We rely on you. All right. I'll, I've got better pictures in my phone. Would you try to go to the moon if you were offered? No. No, I'm out. I ain't going to the moon. That's definitely cultural. Definitely cultural. Definitely cultural. Jalen, <laughs> we don't have any games tonight, but we have oh, my cry. two series that we haven't seen for a couple days that we will discuss right Let's after do that. this. Stay a couple tuned. of these series are 1-1. One, one. Friday night. Don't make any plans. You're going to be staying in watching Jalen Rose and the Countdown crew on ESPN and two great games we have. The Heat and the Sixers going to Philly for Game 3 at 7. And then at 9.30, it is the Suns and the Mavs taking Game 3 to Dallas. Tune in, ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. Every single day on the program, we recognize the fact that Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia. We started this, it started this like two months ago. It's way too long, Jacoby. One day is too long to be... Detained 77 days is entirely too long. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby want to make sure each day we acknowledge that she hopefully has a speedy, safe return to the United States. I also want to acknowledge this, that yes, she did possess a vape cartridge. She did. She possessed a vape cartridge. But 77 days with no end in sight, that's just not fair. Moving on, Jalen Rose. We have a couple game threes tomorrow night in two series that are 1-1, unlike the other two series. We had the Bucks dominating game one, the Celtics dominating game two. Mm-hmm. What can the Celtics need to do to maintain momentum? Well, uh, I'm going to go deeper in the box score. Marcus Smart clearly is going to have to be their leader and be healthy. Um, he led the team this year in assists and steals. He's the defensive player of the year. And if he's hobbled like he was banged up in the first couple of games and then not playing in the first game and not playing in the second game, obviously it's going to be tough to win this series without him. In the other series, I feel the same way about Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain has played in the games, but he has been hobbled. He has not played like himself. He was such a key part of their success all season long. Really need to see Desmond Bain get better and perform. Well, if you think about it, in their first series, he led them in scoring. Good point. Najah Morant, 50 from the floor, 48 from three, 90 from the line. So I agree with you. That's a great call. Not only him offensively, but the other killer B. Dylan Brooks, too. Dylan Brooks. Didn't get a lot of opportunity in game two, Dylan Brooks, but hopefully he'll get some opportunity moving forward in the series. We will be back tomorrow as we are every single day, ESPN2 at 4 p.m. Thank you. You're far too kind. See you tomorrow. I'm so fresh. <laughs> you had to add that, didn't you? <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We give the people what they want. We always say we give our podcast audience exclusive podcast content and we get to talk about the things that we can't talk about on the TV program because the executives watch the TV program they don't listen to the podcast exclusive Jalen what up though shout out to the Renaissance Man podcast and column on the New York Post today yes indeed special guest Fat Joe I love Fat Joe join the Renaissance Man today and let me tell you something that he told me that you may not even know what's that him and Biggie recorded a diss album what a diss album? During the East-West beef. A diss album? I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I, I, whoever's got that hard drive or that floppy disk or whatever, like, uh, like uh, the, if, if those let's songs, start a GoFundMe. Let's start a GoFundMe right now. We agreed. If those songs ever saw or see the light of day, that is going to be nuclear. Just think nuclear. about what I just said. It's, I mean, so we're talking late 90s, like the references, like it's just going to be so, like people our age are going to be blown away. And if you're 25, like I have no idea what these people are talking about. Fat Joe, Biggie. Wow. This album. I'm trying to think if they even have a song together. They got an I'm trying album to think. together. I'm trying to think if they ever came out with a song together. I do not believe so. He was like, they did it. And that ultimately ended up propelling him as an executive. He said Atlantic Records heard he had an album with Biggie. They brought him a check. He went to Puff because Puff was like, we is not putting this album out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's too hot right <laughs> like, now. Like, 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 it's great that y'all, it. yeah. I love the idea. Y'all are talented artists. <laughs> I listened to the you album. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't putting this out, right? So now they had a crossroads. They got an album that they did. An album, not a song. An album, it's got to be at least eight tracks. Correct. This is wild. <laughs> it, it blew my mind. Like, I you know, living like that sometimes, time. Sometimes you have these great stories where I'm just like, how is it taking the 10 years for you to tell that one? I know. Like when you wipe your butt on the Spartan logo. <laughs> it's just like, how come, how come I haven't heard this before? I, I I've heard I, of all I, kinds of legendary songs and albums that never came to fruition. Crazy. And if you think back to a period piece, like Fat Joe now, like Rick Ross, I love them both so very much. And I use them in the same sentence for different re- for the same reason. How I've enjoyed watching them grow as men. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And reinvent themselves as entrepreneurs and uh, success stories and fathers and driving Rolls Royces and wearing jewels. They and reinvented their health, too. That's Reinventing the physically reinventing themselves, taking that stuff serious as they got older. I was with Joseph Cartagena the other night, and he ain't fat no more. No. It just doesn't sound as cool to be like slightly chubby Joe. <laughs> you know? It doesn't sound as good. I asked him if he could replace the word fat in front of Joe, what he would replace it with. I'm trying to remember what he said. But that's that's a that's a good um thing. But I have to get back to the puff part. Puff said, y'all ain't putting this album out. 
Now, for anybody that was around during the 90s, there's a reason why your 40-year-old brother or uncle, if he live in the East, he don't like Tupac. Still to this day. Ask Jacoby. I just don't like his music. If they live in the West, they don't like Biggie. That's just how it was. And everybody was um, a collateral damage from both sides in a lot of ways. But you know this. The Terror Squad got their name, yeah, for, you know, spray painting trains and tagging. And rest in peace, DJ K Slay. No. But that was only part of the no, name. No, it wasn't spray painting names. It wasn't, it wasn't the Graffiti Squad. Correct. Not the Graffiti Squad. Correct, correct. That was a part of the reason why Fat Joe and his crew were the Terror Squad. Like It's almost like when people talk about BDP. It's like, did y'all know that might have been Beatdown Productions before it became Boogie Down Productions? Like, like, certain names are earned. I'll just say that. And so, Fat Joe then hears from Atlantic and says, we'll give you a check for that album. And he goes to them. He's like, give me contract. He gets the contract from him. They're going to pay him more than Puff. And he says, hey, Puff, what you think? Puff's like, you my dog. I love you. You ain't getting this album, but you about to get that contract. And that's how he eventually started his label. And that label eventually brought us Remy Ma, Papoose. Big Pun. Big Pun, DJ Khaled. And all of the songs that Fat Joe as a platinum artist has done himself for the past... 30 years. Like, John Blaze. He's got real hits. Yeah. Like, He's got real yeah, hits. Like longevity. People, correct. And, and, and also, just think about I also asked him this. He was in the room doing one of the most legendary freestyles of all time. Big L versus Jay-Z. You can, you can Google for you hip-hop heads right now. Where were, take That's me back to Bob? the period piece. Correct. It was Stretch and Bob. Yeah. Take me back to the period piece in your life as you recall Big L. Jay-Z, freestyle. First of all, big big shout to Bobito the Barber. Who's, who's, I'm, when I was in high school, we would drive an hour and 45 minutes to get tapes, cassette tapes, of Stretch and Bob shows. Say that again, drive how far? We would drive an hour and 45 minutes. Might have been some medicinal involved during the ride there, but the ride back was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, head bobbing. The ride there, already, we're just listening to stuff we already know. already settled the in. The ride back, everything we're just like, is funny everything's and brand not, new. Yeah. And big shout to Bob. I'm lucky enough to know him, consider him a good friend. I've got his phone number memorized. You know what I mean? That's how that's how close my man is. He hosted one of my first TV shows. Big shout to Kevin Wilds. We traveled around the country together, ate every meal together. That's my guy. But back then, I didn't know him. And then, because they were on between one and four. So you would have to be up at one to push record on the 120-minute tape. You can't use the 90-minute tapes. Mm. You have to push record on that, and then you have to wake up to flip it over. Mm. And then you have to get a second one because usually the hottest stuff was at the end. Mm -hmm. And just just getting those tapes and then deleting all the Stretch and Bob talking and all the stuff you already <laughs> heard before and then making a cut-down tapes of those tapes was like... It's kind of like when people talk about sneakers, how you can just go online and get whatever sneakers you want now, but like you used to have to drive and hunt and go to basements and go to the back of the store and all that stuff. It's like just just, just the fact that it was just so difficult to, to procure the songs that you wanted to hear made it so much more satisfying. Like in terms of my musical memories, that era, that time, that show, Stretch and Bob, which featured that freestyle, is like, that's just, to me, like the most enjoyment I've ever gotten from music. Because musically, what you're describing is an actual investment. It wasn't just WWW get the song. 
Yeah. It wasn't just open your laptop and make a record. Like you, it's it's almost like for me. When people talk about NIL, imagine if the Fab Five got a percentage of money for black socks that have been sold since we popularized them. Something very simple like that. Yeah, black athletic socks. Yeah. Some very simple like that. Somebody's getting paid off of that. And you wore dress socks the first time. They right? wasn't even enough. Like the thin little yes, dress yeah, socks. Yeah, I had white so socks feet, underneath. My feet stink when I yeah. wear them. You had white socks underneath. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I had white socks underneath. Voshan Leonard used to do it in high school too. The exact same thing. And I, th- I bring that up because that was at a time when we still had to search for hip hop. Now it's everywhere. See commercials, it's yeah. mainstream. In the 90s, suburban parents, and correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't want their white kids listening to rap uh, music. My mom was not a big fan of NWA. <laughs> Victoria, Victoria was not a big fan of NWA. She walked by my bedroom like, well, what did it say? Play that again. Play that again. Victoria was not a big fan. There was a time I remember having my brother Luke Skywalker, two live crew tapes, having two short tapes, not playing them in the house when my mother was there. So I play other stuff. I play like Run DMC because mm-hmm. they wouldn't curse as much. Yeah, not or as much. Houdini. Like you, 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 we need our EPMD. Like we were searching and building hip hop. They were at the radio station freestyle. And when the last time you see an NBA player that's an all-star want to be in a dunk contest? They're like, y'all gotta pay me. I ain't, you know, free, I, I, I ain't doing that for free. Before we end this conversation, there's there's one show that needs a shout out outside of Stretch and Bob. Yo MTV Raps. No doubt. Because you could see it. You know what I mean? It was different when you it was it was fun to hear, but when you could see it. That, that, that was a big one for me. I'm glad you went there. So, shout to the legend Fab Five Freddy, who I had on the Renaissance Man a couple of weeks ago. And a lot of people don't realize this. I, we never wanted to be called the Fab Five because of respect to him. Like, for me. But you had the worst name. What was the other name? Oh, uh, five times. Five times. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> you were kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad the media was right about five that. Times. Yeah, the media was right about that. I got that. some socks that say Fab Five on them. I would not buy some socks that say five times. But what he did, to your point, and here go the two interviews. You're going to like the examples I use. It was two ones. It was Outcast in the dungeon, mm-hmm. in the basement, and it was the NWA one when they were outside. Like, those two interviews opened the lens and changed hip-hop basically forever. And then the other thing is Luke Skywalker suing for the right to be able to have freedom of speech. See, people forget that rap fought for that. And Luke was the main person where people were breaking his CDs and trying to ostracize him from the game. He took him to court and won. And imagine if Luke doesn't done do that. You don't see rappers making the kind of bread they're making now. It's like Spencer Haywood being the first person to come out of high school and challenge that yep. he could go to the league. That That's what Luke brought to the game. That brought back so many good memories. But that's not why I brought up the New York Post. I brought up the New York Post because they had a headline. My penis fell off, <laughs> but it regrew on my arm. Huh? I'm a man again. That's just strange. <laughs> you know, just, I don't even want to get yeah, into the yeah, details. Yeah, I, can't I just want to read the headline yeah. to you to see what you have to say. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad for him. It's like a medical procedure, yeah, I believe. I, feel bad for him. I believe it's intentional. Best of luck. It's in the prayers. <laughs>
It's going to be tough. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sending prayers. Yeah. I'm sending long sleeve shirts. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm sending. I'm sending lots of long sleeve shirts so as to we, that man. I'm glad you brought that up. So as we talk about the progression of hip hop, let me also tell the youngsters out there that sometimes stand on the shoulders of giants doing stuff that you don't realize that are, are normal now that didn't used to be normal. Forget long shorts, black shoes, black socks, and bald heads. Forget that. I got another one for you. Tattoos. There was a time I had a tattoo of a Black Panther on my chest when I was in college, and you could pull up all of these articles of people treating me like I was Scarface because I had a tattoo. I had a simple tattoo. And you know what else I did? Since I realized it was a polarizing thing, I never got tattoos on my arms above my elbows. So that from a distance, you couldn't really tell I had them, so you couldn't block me from opportunities. And then when I got on television, if you notice, I always wear long sleeves. I did that so I wouldn't get blocked in the game because people at that time, and this is before, this is like before AI was in the league. So once he got to the league, it exploded. He took it to a whole different level because he was an MVP player in the NBA. You see what I mean? And so that's why, as people look back at the journey, that they salute the Fab Five and Allen Iverson, for example, and Luther Campbell. Like these are people who are game changing in how we see sports through the lens of rap music. I remember being in the gyms. You know this. What, what could you hear? Whoop, there it is, maybe. <laughs> let the dogs out. Right? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> those are the only like, uh, well, maybe this is how we do it. Like those, those are the only songs in arenas playing that were rapped. Now, it's playing all the time. I love what the Suns, whoever the Suns DJ is, I want to give him a pound. Because he's playing like Mob Deep and MOP. And like he's, he's definitely over 40. And that's my guy, by the he's way. Bird. And his brother from Detroit, I played against his brother in high school. And I'm going to actually see him and break bread with him when I go to Phoenix. Well, give him a pound for me. Jalen, a couple things. Malik Willis, one of the most talked about quarterbacks in the draft, drafted by the Titans. And uh, Ryan Tannehill says it's not his job. Not his job to mentor Malik Willis. That was that he's gonna wish he didn't say that. This happens a lot. Remember Ben Roethlisberger said something like this, Aaron Rodgers said something like this. It's just like guys, what you're on the same team. He's gonna wish he didn't say that because number one, he ain't Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben. No, he's not. No, he's so not. So, so number one, so that's why he's gonna regret it. Number one, those guys have earned the autonomy to feel like I don't want championship here and y'all bringing in my replacement, I'm not going to groom him to take my job. You see what I mean? However, if you Ryan Tannehill, you happy to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. Because you know why they drafted him to come for that job. So now how do you behave as a professional? How do I act in the league when the team drafts Jamal Tinsley, Al Harrington, Jonathan Bender? Like, those become my little brothers. You see what I mean? It wasn't no like, hey, Jalen playing the one, the two, the three. Like, I know why they draft Jonathan Bender fourth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fool. You know what I'm saying? If that happens the way they want it to happen, that should be his spot. 
And so I'm not going to hold it against him. That's just irresponsible and unprofessional and weak. Be, be, be confident in your own ability. Yeah, you're the number one seed last year. You're the quarterback in the number one seed in the AFC last year. You're all right. You still got your spot. Well, Mr. Rose, we always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is hearing from the people. And don't forget, we're brought to you by CarMax. Shop online and on the lot with home delivery in select markets. We want to hear from you. Call 985-80-JALEN, 985-80-JALEN. And you can leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show just like this. Jalen, Jacoby, what up, though? Shout out, Reds the Ledge. This your boy, T, calling in from Detroit. Jalen, since you the senior versus matchmaker, I got an NBA one for you. What y'all think about D-Rose versus Westbrook? Also, Jacoby, you got to call Jalen out, man. You've been lying in the microphone. I'm with you on this one, Jacoby. I got my boy. I got my girl. I think I'm gonna go get the snip. Jalen saying he don't he don't like permanent decisions. I don't know. I think Jalen just don't like uh, the snip because it's a form of load management, man. Let me know what y'all think, man. Appreciate it. He said load management. <laughs> I love that so much. He said load Thank you management. for the call. We appreciate the oh, love. Oh, Trey, he knew he had a banger to put right at the end of the voice. Yeah, he now. did. Sorry you know for I mean? our IG fam. That was really Jaylen well done. Jalen versus everybody that couldn't hear the caller, but Jacoby will let you know what he said. Yeah, he, um, first of all, he appropriately called you the senior versus matchmaker. And um, he proposed an NBA. They did the NBA highlight versus. He proposed mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. D-Rose, Russell Westbrook. Perfect. Oh, look at that. No notes. Perfect. Each high-flying, attacking the rim like we hadn't seen anyone their size do. Steve Francis comes to mind as somebody that was doing that, too. Yep. Um, but this versus both of those guys, electric, mercurial, fast, high-flying, Russ flirting with triple-doubles, D-rolls, um, uh, uh, MVP. MV, both been MVPs of the league. Like that that's a terrific versus battle. Great call. And then T from Detroit said he disagrees what with What up, you. though, T? As I'm thinking about getting snipped. <laughs> so I have no more. I'm children. not gonna be able to do it. Jalen Rose is, is strongly against strongly. this. Strongly against this. And he is thinking about getting snipped. And then he said it was a form of load management, which I absolutely love. <laughs> That's one of them jokes that I'm gonna I'm gonna steal from you, T, and I'm not gonna give you credit. I'm not gonna give you credit. Well, you'll do it. You just did it. You gave him credit just now. But yes. as you move, move forward, forward, you it like well, it's just people, not as funny. It's a, and it's a limited time to speak. It's just not as funny <laughs> if I'm like, oh, by the way, and it's a form of load management. It's right, whatever. Exactly. Oh, thank you, T. I appreciate so, you. I support you. But I'm not getting snipped, Jalen. There's been some discussions around the Jacoby family. There's been some discussions about shooting up the club. We might be, we, we, we might be, might, might be planning some things. We'll see. Really? But there's something I need to talk to you about. Wow, before we I end this it. podcast, I have a bone to pick with you. And I got a style alert before we end it too. Okay. Get you the ginger shot every day. Thank you. I get the green juice every day. And I said to you yesterday, I didn't get. It. I was like, I'm gonna see if he even notices. Didn't even say a word yesterday. There was no ginger shot, no no juice. Today I got the juice. I said, Jalen, you don't drink it. I'm looking at it right now. It comes from delivery, so it comes with with a, a saran wrap around it. I'm sad. Didn't even take the saran wrap off. People spent, you know, vegetables died for this, dog. Fruits and vegetables passed away. Those fruits and vegetables have families that they grew up with in their patch or their tree. And they died for this juice. 
Somebody squeezed those vegetables to death and put them in this thing, wrapped up this thing. We paid money for it. I paid money for it. Someone put it in a bike, rode it over here, delivered it to you. And you ain't drinking it. That's unacceptable. No, it's it's acceptable. You'll no. never get another one again. Except that. Except that. I'm just I'm just telling you the, the truth and the proof uh, of why you're not getting any more juice. Oh man, please please bring me another. I promise not. Oh, Definitely no. bring me the shot. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. Moving Definitely forward. bring me the shot. But Definitely then you, bring you me need a chaser for that shot though. Yeah, some water. I know. Yeah, no excuse. So what's your style update before so, we go? So so I got a, I got a style update, industry tastemaker, Renaissance man style update. Jacoby knows I like to make sure I own looks. You know what I mean? Because I watch the landscape of the industry and look what people aren't doing and figure if that's something that I could be doing. And the new style alert today, old school boot cut pants. You know, I got uh, Jacoby. Let me, oh, no. Oh, no. Those uh, are bell bottoms. Those aren't boot like cut. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, Light no. Shadow. You know what I mean? Like old school. Like, you see what I mean? Yeah, those aren't that bad. They look you know like I mean? they look like 1970s warm up yeah, pants where exactly. you come out the tunnel. That's Correct. what they fit like. Those aren't as bad as I thought. Correct. Those aren't as bad as I thought. I would never wear them in a million years, but they're not as bad as I thought. I'll do a picture for y'all. And because it works, because it works with the whole thing, you're pulling that off. But 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 here's here's why I want to stress it, because like hoodies under blazers, like glasses, you're gonna see other people follow the lead once I rock it. Okay. Stay tuned. Same thing I told you about turtlenecks. I was wearing a turtleneck every single day. You got mad at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm owning this look. And so today, new style alert. You're going to see cash rocking the chains. You're going to see cash rocking the frames. Next, next, next is the Harlem Globe Trotter pants. And wait till I get a suit made like that. Big shout out to Under, Undercrown and their collaboration with the Harlem Globe Trotters. I did something that you wouldn't be happy with. I did something you wouldn't be happy with, Jalen Rose. What? <sighs> Big shout to people at Undercrown. They sent me some of their their Harlem Globetrotters products, uh-huh. right? And it's a great hoodie, some great t-shirts. Old school, kind of like this 1970s look you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff. And I wore it. And I left the house. And man, there's, an ele- there's a mirror in my elevator. <laughs> I looked in the mirror. And I saw the Harlem Globetrotters drip. And I said to myself, I'm disrespecting my teammates in the Washington Generals. <laughs> you are. I mean, it's, it's 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 not like Yankees, Red Sox. They only play each other. You're right. And I'm a general for life. Yeah, that's that's inexcusable. I don't think I can do that again. You can't. I don't think that's I can do not, it again. That's unacceptable. I'm a general for life. That, that's that, where I belong. And and not only are you a general for life, you played in the garden. Yeah, I've made a free throw. You played in the. Garden. And they gave me a layup, but I you dropped the I mean? pass. You didn't play at a high school gym. You played at the uh, garden. During during practice, I was shooting around in the drills, and one of the Washington generals was giving me tips on my form. That's when I knew it wasn't my day. <laughs> he's like, get your elbow in. Oh, he's like, oh, I was no. like, oh, this ain't my day. This, this ain't my day. This ain't my day. If I was hitting them all, he wouldn't be saying nothing. Correct. Oh, man. Shout out to my Washington generals. I'm sorry I disrespected you that way. We will be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step to. Why is that Jalen Anthony We're not Rose? done. We're not done like the Blastmaster Karis one once famously said. We are not done.